0: This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and
1: trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports.
2: Hello,
3: everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pie. I'm your host, Josh, and today's game will be pitting the warmer team of Mason Giat and Eric Walling versus benchwarmer Eric Heed and newcomer Tim Peterson. Welcome to the bench, Tim. Why don't you take a minute to let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share.
2: Well, I'm originally from Bloomington, Minnesota. I live in Okoboji, Iowa now. I do sports broadcasting for high school sports, and Cook, like Dalvin, and the Vikings are my favorite team. I like that segue. Uh <laughs> Pretty much all Minnesota teams. I'm a homer. Since I was, you know, born five minutes away from the old stadiums of the North Stars and Vikings, I'm kind of stuck in it. So great to be here.
3: Wonderful. Welcome again, Eid. How about, uh, how are you doing? And let us know what your and Tim's team name is going to be.
1: Well, I got in trouble. It's, um, it's my wife's birthday today, and I'm, and I'm here. So the only way I could really think of a way around that so earlier today, I told her she could go buy a MacBook. So this recording cost me $1,100. So everybody knows. So that, yeah.
4: <laughs> Taking notes, bribery. Working. Right. Got it. Let me write that down.
1: Um, but yeah, uh, our team name today. I couldn't I I'm still thinking, you know what? How about this? Um, I work at a school now and this is a very short week coming up. We're supposed to get snow tomorrow and maybe have a snow day. So that would be awesome. Um, so our team name today is going to be, uh, let now. I mean, let it snow.
3: Okay. <laughs> <sighs> and Walling and Mason, how are you guys doing? And, uh, let us know what your guys' team name will be.
4: I guess I'll go first. Swally has a team name. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm off this next week, but I am under the weather. So that's a great start. Um, so I'm drinking coffee late at night. So I can <laughs> so I can sound decent and still be awake. So that's fun.
1: Is it, is it COVID? Wait, hold on. <laughs>
4: yeah,
5: did we, do we need to put you in the protocol? No,
4: I don't, I don't think so, but I'm gonna be staying home pretty much.
1: Oh, week, so but you had it I, before though, right? Didn't you? Uh, or you were quarantined, you're, you think you had it before?
4: No, I, I tested positive, like this is in January, so.
1: Oh, so yeah, you got the new stuff.
4: Possibly, I'll have to find out
3: i don't know, i I had a cold actually right after I got my booster shot and and so we because we only got tested, because it's like, oh crap do I actually have um it? but nope, tested negative, so I just had a I just had a cold that came right after feeling crappy for a day after the booster, so you know, lucky me Yay. yeah yeah,
5: but yeah, so <clears throat> I'm very happy because my team won today. I'm very sad because my team lost today. (laughs) Um, It's really bittersweet. I mean, I'm very, very happy with the performance and sad with the performance at the same time. So in the spirit of that, um, since we really couldn't decide on a team name and really can't decide who we want to win this one, our team name is going to be, I just hope both teams have fun.
3: The motto for the day.
1: Uh, The Bills got trounced today. We could have just went with Josh Allen is who we thought he was. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 that definitely a uh, josh allen related um, yeah. josh allen only scored like
5: 10 more points than my my quarterback this week which was lamar jackson
3: well with all of that wonderful upbeat uh, news let's kick it over to dan for the rules
0: we'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams this will be followed by four quarters of play each with a different trivia style The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see our today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It might have to get tested. He
1: sounds sick, too. Yeah, Mason, have you been breathing on Dan?
4: No.
5: Do you have him in
1: your closet? (laughs)
4: Let me me go check.
1: (laughs) Somebody call Dan. Let him know he's he's quarantined.
3: All right. It is now time for the coin flip. A 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. And since Tim is our guest, uh, Let It Snow will uh, be the one calling this coin flip question. The question is, which Minnesota twin had more career runs batted in? Kent Herbeck. Or Kirby Puckett. Two guys can talk
2: it out. Uh, I got to lean toward Puckett.
1: I it. This is this is one of those questions where it's going to be, you know, y- you would think Puckett, and then maybe it's the other one, but it's literally a difference of maybe five. But I'll go Puckett if you're fine with that. But like I said, it's it's going to be so close. Just flip a coin. Yeah. So if you want Puckett, let's go Puckett.
2: Can we say Puckett with a "ph"?
1: Yes. <laughs> We're going with Kirby Puckett.
3: Uh, All right. Well, here's what we got. Kent Herbeck had 1,086 runs batted in. And Kirby Puckett had 1,085. <laughs>
1: yeah, but he had like a dead eye. So technically more. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so the correct answer is Kent Herbeck by one. Um, and both players trail Harmon Killebrew, um, who had 1,540 runs bedded in for the Twins.
4: Comes back for one game.
1: Yeah, can we get him to come back for one more RBI?
3: no nope. Or two. Two uh, to nope. get second place.
1: Two more? Uh, I, I don't nope.
3: think that, no. Nope. He's
5: lazy, that's, not, that's what it was. Surely you could prop him up there, run a suicide squeeze. <laughs> I mean,
3: he was a really good hitter, but... Uh, anywho... Uh, I just hope both teams have fun by credit of doing nothing get ten points.
4: That's the best way to earn points by doing nothing. That's you did it. That's how it happens most of the time. Most of the time, that's how it works, as we found out. That is true.
0: Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks.
3: All right, so today's first quarter will be pre- and post-game.
0: Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points.
3: Question one, what player who was the first ever NHL entry draft pick for the Minnesota Wild holds the career record for most personal fouls committed by an Indiana Pacer?
1: Yeah, let's go with it. All right. We're checked in.
3: Okay, Let It Snow is checked in, so uh, we hope everyone has fun today or something like that. Close
4: enough. Yeah.
3: Uh, I just hope uh, both teams have fun today. Uh, you guys can talk it out. Okay. Well,
5: two things right in our wheelhouse, the Indiana Pacers and Minnesota hockey draft picks. So,
4: Yeah, this is
5: like, obviously, a can of corn.
4: Yeah, so of the names we have for the second half, I mean, the one that's going to work the best for pre-emotional is going to be Rick Smiths.
5: He did play for a long time. He did play a position that tends to foul a lot. Dale right. Davis was the other name that I popped up that popped into my head, and I, I, I don't know if he was there quite long enough. And, um, and Rick Smith has
4: been a popular name on this podcast, so it's possible. So
5: the only hockey player that I can think of whose name ends in Rick, although I probably could, is Marion Um And he
4: played for Minnesota. I don't know. I mean, sure, maybe potentially. I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't have
5: any insight to the first half whatsoever okay well let's check in with that so yeah we'll check in with Marion Gabrick smiths
3: okay and let it snow what did you guys have
1: uh yeah first thing was I knew Gabrick was the first pick ever for the wild and I immediately was gonna say Rick Mahorn but then I'm like hey you never played for the Pacers um so then Tim came in with Rick Smiths so we said Marion Gabrick smiths
3: well, both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Marion Gabrick Smiths. Uh, Marion score also scored the uh, Wild's first ever regular season goal, and Smiths, nicknamed the Dunking Dutchman, was the second overall pick in the nineteen eighty eight draft out of Marist College. Good job, both teams.
1: Both
5: teams having
3: fun. I was about so to say, yeah.
5: So far. everybody,
1: can we just change your name to everybody Wang Chung, please? <laughs> yeah.
3: Sure. No. I'm cool. Nope. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Moving on to question two. What member of the Purple People Eaters, who is somehow not in the Hall of Fame, was runner up for the 1992 Heisman Trophy, losing to Gino Toretta? He was also a Heisman finalist in 1991
2: and 1993.
3: We'll check in. Okay. So let us know. You guys are checking in?
2: Yeah. We're good.
3: Okay. So I just hope everybody has fun, or both teams have fun today. You guys can talk it out.
1: Is that the right
5: time frame?
4: Uh,
5: or is that a little early for him?
4: That would that would be right. That'd be the time frame, right? For
5: well, let's see. So when he was with the the Rams, one in 2000, 2000? yeah, two
4: thousand, yeah. yeah.
5: So that should be about right.
4: So yeah. So I mean, the first guy I thought of for purple people is Alan Page, but I think he might be in the Hall of Fame. Um, the other one came to mind, works out nicely for pre and post games, Jim Marshall. So Marshall Falk seems like it would work for the second. So, all right, we'll check in with Jim Marshall Falk. Okay. And let it snow. What did you guys have?
2: Go ahead, Tim. Oh, uh, well, once again, you get the second part. I got the first part, uh, Jim Marshall, Marshall Falk as well.
3: All right. Well, both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Jim Marshall Falk. Jim is infamous for his wrong-way run, a play in which he recovered a fumble and returned it 66 yards in the wrong direction into his own end zone, where he threw the ball out of bounds, resulting in a safety for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Falk got numerous last laughs over Geno, uh, being drafted 190 spots earlier in his draft. Uh, Gino was drafted in the seventh round in 1993, while Marshall was drafted second overall. In 1994, uh, Falk also won a Super Bowl and has been elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So while he didn't get a Heisman, I think think the rest of his career went pretty well. Moving on to question three. What all-time leader in assists for the Minnesota Lynx, who is now the head coach of her alma mater, is second in all-time regular season wins as an NBA head coach?
1: Does it work? It works. That works. I like it. Yeah. We'll check in.
3: Okay, let us know is checked in. I just hope both teams have fun. Uh, you guys can talk it out.
5: Okay, so... <laughs> I might have to work back to front for this one, too. That's what
4: I was thinking, too. Uh, we off the bat. I can't think of anything for the links part. But... Yeah, so... So Don Nelson's first all-time.
5: And then you've got, is it Lenny Wilkins right after?
4: Did Popovich pass him? I feel like it's close. I just don't. But I don't think anything goes with Greg. So right. Lenny? Len?
5: Something that ends in Len.
4: It's possible. I'm just trying to think.
5: Don Staley does. She's a coach. But right, I don't but know if she played for the Lynx. I don't um, think she did
4: trying to think there's
5: somebody with the last name Lynn. I'm just Whalen. Lindsay Whalen. Yes. Lindsay Way Lenny Wilkins. Does she
4: play for Minnesota?
5: I don't know, but it's a big NBA WNBA name that i remember yeah from i a previous I, Scott one.
4: <laughs> I mean it works. I don't have anything better.
5: So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. Lindsay Way Lenny Wilkins. Check in.
2: Hey and let it snow what do you guys have? Eric you didn't want to go with Jenny McCarvel.
1: I don't even know who that is.
2: <laughs> he doesn't know women. <laughs> we had the same answer. Lindsey Whale and Lenny Wilkins.
3: Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Lindsey Way Lenny Wilkins. Uh, Lindsey won four WNBA titles and two Olympic gold medals. Um, Wilkins won 1,332 games, which is only three fewer than Don Nelson. Um, however, Greg Popovich is only 18 wins behind Wilkins. So, I mean, I know that the Spurs aren't very good this year, but it's possible Popovich could pass uh, both.
5: Yeah, when I biffed when I biffed that uh, Popovich question the other day, I had to do some frantic Popovich searching, <laughs> like NBA coach searching, and I
3: remember that list
5: a little bit. So,
3: yeah, yeah. So he's he's, he's closing in, but he's not quite
4: there. Yeah. I knew if he wasn't second, he had to be getting getting
3: there. All right. Moving on to the final question in pre- and post-game. What pitcher who was the top prospect acquired in the 2021 Nelson Cruz trade who made his his MLB debut on September 1st and was the 2019 NFL Comeback Player of the Year for the season, he was the NFL passer rating rating leader?
1: You good? Yeah. All right. We're going to check in.
3: Hey, once again let it snow is checked in so I just hope both teams have fun you guys can talk it out
1: Wang Chung tonight
4: okay so we have an idea for the second half that's going to be figuring out the first half
5: yeah so 2020 would have been Alex Smith because that was after leg injury right um, and then Tannehill would make sense
4: because he would be a guy that would lead the week at passer rating. He's one of those right. guys that would do that. So
5: Yeah, Fitzpatrick popped into my head because I remember him being, like, a league leader in passer rating at some point. But then I remember he got, also got benched for Tua.
4: Yeah, he was the leader for, like, six games. <laughs> and then they were yeah. like, ah, you're doing too well. Let's go ahead and, you know, before you start throwing 20 interceptions in the next game. And that uh, beard's going to get
5: hot in Miami. so. Right. Um,
4: so now – need to think of a picture that last name ends and ryan where's ryan or rye nolan nolan ryan yeah nolan ryan nolan,
5: Ryan, Tannehill. there you go there's my my mandatory mention
4: that's right had to happen
5: go ahead and mark your bingo squares everybody
4: okay so acquired trade i'm blanking here where was cruz f- traded from
5: he was traded from I don't remember where he was traded from, but I know he went to the Rays. Uh, I assuming he, he probably got traded twins? from the Twins. Yes.
4: So, yeah.
5: But by by August September time frame, I had long stopped paying attention to the Twins, much like many Twins fans um, this season, <laughs> right, Josh?
3: Except for when this guy came up to pitch. All right.
4: <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Ryan Steve Ryan. Tim Steve. Ryan. Tim. John Ryan. Dear Lord. Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
5: Uh, yeah. John I'm, John Ryan sounds. All right, I,
4: I think your time is just about <laughs> up. Let's, okay, just all all right, fair enough. Let's pick a first name and go for it. Yeah.
3: How
5: about no Steve or no, John I liked John. John Ryan Tanahill.
3: Okay.
5: good right,
1: Checking in.
3: All right. And let it snow. What do you guys have?
1: Um, knew it was Ryan Tannehill immediately. Uh, the only reason I knew the other part was because I'm in a fantasy baseball league and I know very little about, um, the young guys in fit in baseball right now. So it's helped a lot. And I was desperate. It's a keeper league. So I was desperate to find like a young guy. And when I heard that he was coming up,
2: I went to go get him and he was gone already. Did you just you're looking for a young guy? I am I um no no, he said he
5: was desperate for a young guy, desperate oh. for a young guy.'m
1: not looking, I just I'll take whatever, uh, but it's Joe Ryan Tannehill,
3: all right, one team will be getting points. the correct answer is Joe Ryan Tannehill.
4: We picked the wrong generic name
1: we did
3: yeah
4: we we were we were getting it closing in on it,
3: okay, so um, there's a particular reason that. He didn't get called up till September, and it isn't just for um, service time. Service time. It was because Joe was also a member of the silver medal-winning USA baseball team at the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. And Tannehill is tied with Phillip Rivers and Nick Foles for the NFL record for most consecutive pass completions with 25. All right. So after the first quarter, we have the following scores. Um, Let It Snow is leading the way with 100. Um, but I just hope both teams have fun uh, is up to 85. So it's a close game. I'm guessing both teams are having fun. Maybe.
1: I'm Wang Ying Chung, actually. So I'm not going to stop with that joke all night because that's the only thing I think of every time you say their team name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Today's second quarter, which will be The Missing Link.
0: The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question.
2: Sweet. I just found a peanut and I'm on my floor. Sweet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> question one. What sportscaster was honored at the 2014 ESPY Awards with the Jimmy V Award? We're still looking at you, John Pina. Yeah, we'll check in. Hey. And for the first time tonight, I just hope both teams have fun. It's checked in. Uh let it snow
2: you guys can talk it out.
1: I don't get that last part, but maybe I don't know. Whatever.
2: Uh he was the ESPN who went blind in in one of his eyes. Oh, it's Stuart Scott. Yeah. All right. I think that into the end, right? That's about right when
1: when he was yeah. All right. I'm good with it. Let's go. We're checking in with um who's this Stuart Scott.
3: Okay, and I just hope both teams have fun. And uh, what do you guys have?
4: This came very quickly for both of us. Uh, initially, I was gonna send Robin Roberts until the clue came in and that's what led me off the trail. Um, if I remember correctly, I think John Pino is the one that said that he hated this guy. Um, but he said a punchable face, I think that was what it was and uh, when he misspoke, but uh, we also checked in with Stuart Scott.
3: Well, both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Stuart Scott. And yes, that's right. I guess John Pena initially said Stuart Scott had a punchable face until he realized the error of his ways and correctly stated it was Stephen A. Smith, who in fact has a punchable face. Question two. What American tennis player beats Stefan Edberg in the 1989 French Open to become the youngest male player to ever win a grand slam title?
5: I'm good with that if you're good with that.
3: Okay. All we'll right, check, we'll it. check Yeah. Okay. Hey, just hope both teams have fun. It's checked in. Let it snow. You guys can talk it out.
1: Who's that? The short little guy. Uh, mm, yes. The short little guy. Michael Chang. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Michael Chang. Legs like tree trunks.
2: That That's what I sent you, but you didn't. I don't
1: know if you saw it. Oh, I didn't see that. No, now I see it. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're uh, checking in with another punchable face, Michael Chang. Oh,
3: jeez. <laughs> and I just hope both teams have fun. What did you guys check in
1: with? Yeah, it came to
5: both of us pretty quick. The, um, the original Quadzilla, um, Michael, Michael Chang.
3: Both teams will again be getting points. The correct answer is Michael Chang. And Chang learned to play tennis while living in St. Paul, Minnesota. The theme-linked answers thus far are Stuart Scott and Michael Chang. Moving on to question three. What Canadian professional basketball player who played in college for Gonzaga was selected 13th overall by the Dallas Mavericks in the 2013 NBA draft? We'll check in. Okay, I just hope both teams have fun. Is checked in, let it snow. You guys can talk it out.
1: Who's that? Yeah. Who's that that jackass with the long hair? I think he was in Boston for a while, Miami.
2: Olenek. I, I recently became or last five eight years, I became good friends with the uh, huge Gonzaga fans. Going back to 2013's bit of a stretch. I
1: wanna I wanna say his last name's Olenek. His first name is escaping me. So, Kelly. Kelly. Yes, yeah. that sounds good. And he played for Boston and Miami and he went to Gonzaga. I don't remember Dallas drafting him, but he was around that time, thirteenth overall. I don't know who picked him, but I say we go Kelly Olenek. I'm good with that. All right. We're checked in. <laughs> Kelly Olenek.
3: And I just hope both teams have fun. What did you guys have?
1: Yeah, I'm
5: pretty sure they immediately turned around and traded this guy for Barry Larkin's kid. Uh, So, yeah, correct answer. Well, we we checked in with Kelly Olenek.
3: Well, you are absolutely correct, both teams. The correct answer is Kelly Olenek. Um, He was part of a draft night swap with the Boston Celtics. So the theme-linked answers thus far are Stuart Scott, Michael Chang, and Kelly Olenek. Or Olenek, or however you pronounce his name. Moving on to question four. What senior shooting guard led Illinois to a 37-2 record and the national championship game in 2005,
2: where they lost to North Carolina 75-70? Yeah, go with that
1: all right we're gonna check in
2: okay let it snow is checked in
3: i just hope both teams have fun you guys can talk it out
5: okay it's one of two guys the question is which one is a shooting guard um i'm pretty sure d brown was the point guard and then darren williams would have been the shooting guard so I pretty much I remember that team pretty vividly. That was uh, what's um, Bruce Weber, um, that kind of bounced around to K State and then a couple other places. Lost in the national championship game. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we can. I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident that it's Williams because I'm pretty sure Brown was like the smaller of the two and was the point guard there. So let's check in with Darren Williams.
3: Okay, and let it snow. What did you guys have?
1: Uh, I the first two guys I thought of were D Brown and Darren Williams, but I don't think either of them were seniors. Um, so I immediately went to the other guard. I believe he played for the Rockets for like half a second, maybe, maybe longer. I just I don't know. Uh, but we checked him with Luther Head.
3: One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Luther Head. Um, unfortunately, Walling, they played with three guards, and two of which were point guards. The shooting guard was Luther Head.
5: Uh, yeah, and is James, who's their big man? James, something like tall, skinny, white guy. Um, ugh, <laughs> Augustine? <laughs> was it James Augustine? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. All
3: right. So the theme-length <laughs> answers thus far, are Stuart Scott, Michael Chang, Kelly Olenek, and
1: Luther Head.
4: It's an interesting group of people.
1: Sounds like a really bad law firm.
4: In a law firm of Scott Chang, Olenek, and Head. Yes. I go there.
3: Question five. <laughs> what college football Hall of Fame coach led Iowa to three Big Ten championships in the 1980s and 90s?
2: Feel pretty good about that one, all right. Go with it. I will right, we'll, we'll check in.
3: Hey, let it snow. Has checked in. I just hope both teams have fun. You guys can talk it out.
5: Iowa fan friends, um, in the greater Kansas City area. Come to find out. And so, the guy from the 80s and 90s, I think, is Hayden Fry. Sure, so I'm gonna go with that. If you're good with that,
4: I have no clue. Okay. So, Iowa coaches other well, than okay. Kirk Ferentz. I got nothing. All so right. uh,
2: that's let's fine.
5: check in. Let's check in with Hayden Fry.
4: Okay, and let it snow. What did you guys have?
2: It's all you, Tim. Yeah, it's beneficial that, that I moved to Iowa and also my mom was a big uh, Hawkeye fan coming to Iowa and owned the record of the song that came out when they went to the Rose Bowl of uh, the Hawkeyes love the roses and every Rose Bowl game I think Iowa has been destroyed, but it helped lead to knowing this one is Hayden Fry.
3: Okay. both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Hayden Fry. Fry also coached at SMU and North Texas State before coaching at Iowa. The theme linked answers are Stuart Scott, Michael Chang, Kelly Olenek, Luther Head, and Hayden Fry. So One team has submitted an answer. So that would be let it snow. So I guess if, uh, I just hope both teams have fun, wants to
4: talk it out. <laughs> i don't know who the last two people are so i
5: can we talk into nothingness yeah um i don't hate your first idea
4: i i don't I, think it works though like i it it do- only works for the third clue and that's it
5: doesn't work for who's the guy that was the soul train guy talking about ruben stuttered no not ruben <laughs> stuttered
4: <laughs> the soul train guy not soul I'd, train
5: the guy that everybody hated that ended up winning
4: there's a um, lot of those people on america yeah, true <laughs> <laughs> so uh Hayden, the only Hayden I can think of is Hayden Panettiere, but I don't think that has anything to do with it. Luther Vandross. I mean, I don't. I can start naming people with these names. It's not going to help. Yeah, Martin Luther <laughs> was a, a famous right. theologian. These are reform. Five in the, of the, in the in ninety-five.
5: The yes, five of the ninety-five theses include yes, these right. names. <laughs> are we and, close, Josh? Is that because we're close?
4: You couldn't get farther <laughs> away from the theme. I mean, I don't see anything. Okay, more that's a hint. Name. I don't know anyone for <laughs> Olinic, head and fry. You know, there's nothing probably there. Oh um, so types of cooks. Head cook, fry cook.
1: Um, <laughs> an <Jane> Olinic <Olenek laughs> cook. There's and it Jane falls cook apart.
4: Apparently. Should should it's it's we just move on? It's probably some movie that I've never seen. So let's
1: say um. S- saved save by the bell, because
5: there is a Kelly.
3: And uh let it know what did you guys uh, submit for a guess?
1: I went 1000% based on the last answer. I saw Fry and I for some reason I think Josh you've mentioned Futurama before. So I just like Fry Futurama. Let's go with it.
3: Fortunately neither team will be receiving points. The this was based off of their first names as a matter of fact, Hayden Fry and the main character Hayden Fox uh shared a profession. Coach. Oh. This would be characters they share first names with characters from the show coach
5: that popped into my head and i'm like the only name i can remember from there is hayden so, and so i just
3: so there would up. be Stuart stewart yeah. who was kelly fox's boyfriend kelly fox being the daughter of hayden fox we have michael dauber dubinsky and luther van Dam.
5: Now, if you would have made I, Dauber a clue, I'd have had it, uh, right?
3: Well, <laughs> yeah, good luck with
4: that one. So his name is Michael Dauber. So I was speak, right, a pop culture so. reference I didn't get. I was correct on that. I think we should get credit for that. I, I good show. So. I mean, that you would get points all the way around if it was sure, a pop reference that I right. don't get. <laughs> correct. I, as many points as I can get, if I can get it that way, I will take them.
5: I mean, I feel like you're ignoring the parallels between the... 95 theses and the show coach.
4: Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not missing any parallels. Well. I'm pretty sure there was a, a German theologian. Whose last name is Hayden probably pronounced Hayden or something like that. <laughs> Slightly so different.
3: yeah. And, uh, and, and what school did um Hayden Fox coach? Minnesota, Minnesota, state. State. Minnesota state. Minnesota state. Of state course. Screaming Eagles. Of course. All right. Well, you know, not, not, not the best of, uh, Uh, missing links but hey that's all right let's do a score check here after the second quarter we have a score of i just hope both teams have fun with 165 and let it snow is leading the way at 200. that brings us to halftime
0: it is now time for the halftime show there will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 25 points.
3: Question one in the halftime. Four future Major League Baseball Hall of Famers had cameos in 1994's Little Big League. Two were outfielders, one a catcher, and one a pitcher. Name three of these Hall of Famers.
4: All right, well, I'm going to get some more coffee. I'll let Wally take care of the rest of it from here. I'll be back in a little bit.
5: So I'm going to check in.
3: Oh, it. oh, oh, oh. You're checked in?
5: Yes. All right. Mason, so
3: Mason
1: said it was okay.
3: That is, he did. I just hope both teams have fun as checked in. So let it snow. You guys can talk it out.
1: Well, so <sighs> Griffey Jr.'s one. You said Pudge. I believe that's right. And then I'm trying to rack my brain for the last one. And then I remembered that. Griffey played for the Mariners who beat the twins in like the last game. And the coach was Lou Piniella. So, so Griffey Jr. Pudge and Lou Piniella, if you're good
2: with it. I'm good with it. Um, right.
3: Hold on. Are you breaking my game? Three, yeah. now, look at my qu- Read the question again.
2: Do I got to
5: read, read the question
3: again? I'm going to stop you and let you read the question
5: again. And I'm going to
2: allow it. Uh, read the question.
3: all the way through
2: so we need a okay. couple outfielders a catcher, a pitcher, three of them See, three of the four sorry you table. didn't actually break my game anyway but
3: sorry well While you wanted running, a hall of famer from yeah the movie. i'm fine with it fyi that one name you said that doesn't fit the criteria that'd be a hall of
2: famer
1: is randy johnson in the hall of fame he's on the mariners yeah So we go Griffey, Pudge, Randy Johnson? Yeah. All right. That's what we're going with.
3: Okay. And I just want both teams to have fun. What did you guys, or more specifically, Eric, what did you come up with?
5: A criminally underrated and probably should be in the Hall of Fame, Kevin Elster, um, who was their shortstop in the movie. Doesn't make my list, but the same three do. Uh, Griffey and Johnson. Definitely made it, and then I remember as a Rangers fan seeing Pudge in it and being very excited, so Griffey, Randy Johnson, Pudge Rodriguez.
4: Good answer, good answer. Thank you. And uh,
3: good. since I allowed Let It Snow to kind of correct themselves a bit, both teams will be getting points as three of the four were, Ken Griffey Jr., uh, Ivan Pug Rodriguez, and Randy Johnson. The fourth Hall of Famer is Tim Rock rains other players that were not mentioned by Walling um, were Sandy Alomar Jr., Carlos Bayerga, Paul O'Neill, and Rafael Palmero. And there were probably a handful of others. I didn't want to list them all. Moving on to question two. Before being hired to coach AFC Richmond, Ted Lasso led what Midwestern school to a Division II NCAA championship? We can check it. Okay, Let It Snow has checked in. So I just hope both teams have
4: fun. You guys can talk it out. I actually know this.
5: Okay. I
4: I watched the first two episodes. So they mentioned in the first episode. Hey, yes. That's all I've seen of it. Okay. Because I was on an airplane, it was free. I watched the two episodes.
5: Then take it away.
4: It's uh I'm pretty sure this is uh Wichita State.
5: That was the first name that popped in my head too. So
4: I I remember the the press conference part. I think it's at the very beginning of the episode. Okay. Actually, I'm useful for halftime. We'll check it with Wichita State.
3: (laughs) Wonderful. And let it snow.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, Wichita State Shockers.
3: Both teams are correct. The answer is Wichita State Shockers. And however, uh, this would have been a surprise to Wichita State alumni since the school has not had a football team since 1986.
4: (laughs) came back for one year just so he could win the championship.
3: I did not realize that until I was like, oh, I'm going to look this up and see. And I was like, oh, wow, they haven't had a team since 1986. All righty then. Good job, both teams. And moving on to question three of halftime. In a track on Goldfinger's 2002 album, Open Your Eyes, drummer Darren Pfeiffer muses about what legendary athlete. In a song titled After Said Athlete, he sings Blank, The Only Man I'd Have Sex With. Blank, I'd be intimate with. Blank, I think he's kind of sexy. Blank, I wonder what he looks like naked. We can check in. Of course you will. Apparently, Eric, he has heard this song before. Or he's seen this referencing for looking up.
1: I've heard this song very many times.
4: He agrees with the nature of the song. That's why he he agrees with the statements, (laughs) I guess. Whoever this is.
1: Uh, How's your goldfinger?
4: (laughs) Uh...
5: How's your early 2000s power pop punk? I've
4: never heard of Goldfinger, so that doesn't help. All me. right. Um, this is after the time frame of where I listen to music, so even yeah, though I was alive like for this 30 song. 30
5: years after the time frame, right? No,
4: I mean, I've got 90s stuff I'm fine with. It. Okay, right. I was alive for it. At least that's an advantage, but I was two Plus. or three, and uh, yeah. I don't probably, know the, the band. Yeah, I'm
3: guessing your parents probably weren't blessed
4: in Goldfinger. I don't di- know.
5: Easy. <laughs> I I don't know. Somebody. I don't know. I don't know. Um, My mom's starting to
4: listen to this podcast. That's going to be fun. It's fine. We're going to put an asterisk on this
1: episode. Not safe for Mason's mom.
4: Uh, I wish she gets a warning before she's playing.
1: She'll go right to it. I need to know why now.
4: (laughs) Okay. So, uh,
5: you want to go with like, so so people, this
4: person's apparently attractive in some way. To the the person or... (laughs) Stop, stop.
5: Don't try to reason our way into it. All right, let's go. All right, I'm thinking...
4: Specimens for athletes that this person would be basically writing an ode to.
5: Punk music, East Coast, West Coast, like either San Francisco or New York. So either...
4: We could cover... We could do Willie Mays to cover both.
5: Or you can say Derek Jeter because it's it's time appropriate. And he did have a pretty face.
4: I mean, yeah... we don't know where Goldfinger is from, so it doesn't really. If that it's knowledge a, were available, I'm fine with Willie
5: Mays. Let's go with Willie Mays because <laughs> if it's wrong, it's it's even funnier. Sure. Okay. All
4: right. Cool. It, we're gonna check it
3: with Willie Mays. <laughs> 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 okay, and uh, let it snow. What is the correct answer?
1: So, me checking in so quick, um, maybe should have put you in a certain direction. Mm, it's a hockey challenge it's a hockey oh, player okay. oh, sorry. um and the lyrics also do state that i wonder what it'd be like to have sex with the great one i wonder what it'd be like to have sex with the league league's leading scorer and that's wayne gretzky
3: that is the correct answer
1: and josh i now have to rewrite a question <laughs> For my next game that
3: was in your, that was in your half. Time? It was,
1: it was called finish the lyrics. And oh. I just wanted somebody to answer to be, I wonder what he looks like naked. And now I have to get rid of that. So no I'm, one will I'm, be answering. I'm I sorry about he's...
3: that, but I'm That's not. That's probably that good sorry. for
1: whoever's going to be playing um, that
3: game. I, I did think that they were going to maybe clue in on you checking in so fast that maybe it would be. He, well, he just remembers everything. I, yeah. I, it's yeah.
4: like that. He's probably heard it one True. time. It was like, oh, yeah, True. I remember that. gold fingers. But he already it's said on. he's
3: heard it a whole bunch of times. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's
1: sad, but
4: to be
3: anything. honest with you, I, think. I heard it for the first time this last week. All right. Well, after halftime, we have the following scores. I just hope both teams are having fun. Is up to 215. And Let It Snow uh, is up to 275. And that brings us to the second half.
0: We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! Today's third quarter will be
3: Lucky 7.
0: Lucky 7. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points.
3: Today's three lists for Lucky Seven. List number one, pitchers with the most wins in the ni- during the 1980s. List number two, NFL teams with the best divisional records during the 2010s. And list number three, players with the most career assists as a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves. So I just hope both teams have fun. You guys can figure out which list you guys would like to go after first.
5: Let's go ahead and start with that. We'll go We'll go ahead and start with list number two, which is NFL teams with the best divisional records in the 2010s.
3: Okay, well, why don't you uh, work on your list and let me know when you've uh, got the seven that you would like to hopefully get
4: points with. I, I would tend—that's just the the way okay. that I'm thinking. I would tend to go that All direction right. if we make it that far. Which yep. okay. Do, then, right, yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Yeah, I would go that that way. Right. Yeah, we're pretty much.
5: But we're we're che- make- we're going to check in.
4: Okay.
3: I just hope both teams have fun. Um, you guys can start letting me know your list, and I will let you know if they are on the list.
5: I think we're going to take a real leap with the first one and go with the the underdog, perennial underdog New England Patriots.
3: The Newling, New England Patriots are number one on the list uh, with an 800 winning percentage. They were 48 and 12 during the 2010s. It's like, wow, they had
5: 800 games in the t-
3: <laughs> They probably were Ed- closer.
1: Anybody paying attention today? You know, after uh, Josh Allen showed us, you know who he was. Patriots in first in the division now.
4: Yep. (laughs) Wow. Okay. What do you got next? Uh, So we are going to go with the
3: Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks are not even in the top
4: ten. Well, that's great. So, well, we'll we'll go ahead and sign off for the night.
5: Thank you, guys. It's been fun. The I signed
1: off at halftime pretty much.
4: So yeah, you guys I, yeah. can try yeah. and, and steal They're gonna Six. steal the whole
1: list. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead e, you got it. I'll see you later. Ooh, boy. I am shocked you went to Seattle like next. That's just but there's there's I, other ones to me, I think, that are just
3: do you do you have a list already? Yeah, we were working time?
1: on it. No, we're working on it. Okay. I'm good, Tim. If you're good. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So my next on the list would have been the Steelers.
3: The Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers are number two. They had a 41-18-1 record, so 692 winning percentage.
1: And then, I mean, if you go down the line, you go to another great quarterback that was around for pretty much the entire time, uh, the Green Bay Packers.
3: Green Bay Packers, number three, with a 40-18-2 record with a 683 winning percentage.
1: So keeping with that logic... Um, Another great quarterback that was playing pretty much the entire 2010s is Peyton Manning, so we went with the Indianapolis Colts. The
3: Indianapolis Colts are tied for fourth with a 38-22 record, so a winning percentage.
1: So this is where it gets sketchy. Um, Tim, of the two, I have Saints and Cowboys. Which one do you like better? I was leaning Saints. Okay, so I, it stays with the logic of best quarterback, so we'll go with the uh, – the Saints.
3: The Saints are also tied for fourth with a 633 win percentage. Of course, they're going right down the list.
4: <laughs> exactly yeah, down the, the list. All the other
5: answers we had? Yes.
4: Yeah, all the other answers. Except that, yeah. So
3: There are two more remaining that you can try to get.
1: All right. So I threw Seattle out there, but they were way down towards my bottom. Um, mm. it's like the young good, guy right? you've been craving? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, if you're fine with the Cowboys, I am too. I mean, Romo was there for, they were solid. I mean, they were never really trash in their division. I'd say Baltimore or Cowboys. I'll leave it up to you. Uh, probably Baltimore. All right. We'll go with the Baltimore Ravens.
3: The Baltimore Ravens tied for fourth with a 633 win percentage. There's one last uh, team on the list.
1: All right. Screw it. Dallas Cowboys.
3: And you have successfully completed the list because the Cowboys are also 38 and 22 tied for fourth. So you have officially named the seven on the list total
1: between the two teams. We had Houston, Kansas City. Uh,
3: Kansas Kansas City was was eighth. Um, Philadelphia Eagles were ninth and the Houston Texans were 10th. Seattle was a. Uh, was 11th with the 592 they were 35 24 and one.
5: But they were two games back of the 94 teams tied in
1: fourth yeah
3: <laughs> they were two and a half games
1: that's a big two and a half games yeah. two
3: and a half games behind so yeah.
1: is there a tie in there? Yes, yes. yes. See, Say, there it is
3: <laughs> All right so let us know what list would you guys like to go after.
2: Go with what you want, Sim. Yeah, we're going with the uh, assist leaders for the Timberwolves.
3: All right. So, uh, if you guys already have your list, or do you need a little time?
1: What do we have? Six. We're good, aren't we? We? If you if that last one you sent, if you're good with that, I'm good with it.
2: I think. Yeah, I think. I think that's solid.
1: Which all right. Do Do you want to decide an order?
2: Yeah.
3: Why don't you guys work up an order and then. Check in and then we'll go from send
1: back. me the order. You're you're gonna be better than me with this. So send me
2: the order you like. Okay, already. Okay, go ahead. Uh number one, Kevin Garnett.
3: Kevin Garnett is in fact number one with 4216 assists.
2: And then we went with one of the first draft picks, I believe. Was it 87? Pooh Richardson.
3: Richardson is number three on the list with
2: 1,973 assists. And next is Ricky Rubio.
3: Ricky Rubio, I can't roll my R's, uh, is number two with 3,424
2: assists. Fourth, we went Stefan Marbury.
3: Stefan Marbury is fifth all time with 1,393
2: assists. Eric, just go the next three. Yeah, just, you got this. I mean, this was mostly you, so. And uh, uh, Terrell Brandon.
3: Terrell Brandon is number four on the list with 1,681 assists. And the big cat, Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is number six on the list with 1,269 assists. There's one last name.
2: Here's where I was getting torn, too. Eric, but I'm just gonna go with oh, well, you're good. Yeah, Michael Williams.
3: Michael Williams, you have successfully listed the top seven because Michael Williams had 1239 assists. Well done. Let it snow.
1: I was gonna push for Zerbiak, but you came in with Williams, so I was uh, thinking too, but
3: Zerbiak was is a uh, ninth.
1: Oh, all right.
3: Give me a second here, Ellie. Um, give you the rest of the 10. Doug West is number 8, Wally Zerbiak, number 9, and Jeff Teague, number 10. Um, so, yeah, uh, needless to say, I think we know which team gets the third list. Wait, didn't I, I just hope both list? teams have fun. From the 80s. You yeah. guys get to work on your list of the pitchers with the most wins during the 1980s. So... Go ahead and work on your yeah. list.
4: All right, baseball book boy, which got? <laughs>
3: hey, give me a minute. <laughs>
2: you
4: you, you
3: all actually, hopped you have, off on COVID and coffee five, right now. All right,
2: you
4: have five minutes. This was 1920s all time leaders, maybe. Um, three like, finger. Yeah, Mordecai Brown. Yeah, he, yeah, he's probably he's before that. I think left in 1900s. Brother. Fanny Peck, Yeah, Richardson.
1: you might want to try
3: focusing a little a little more recently than that.
4: Um,
5: uh, speak for yourself.
4: <laughs> baseball exists in the 80s. I'm not sure
3: about that. If he yeah, yeah, doesn't remember it, how am in I supposed to remember it? both of the 80s, it? the 1880s and the
4: 1980s. Yeah, but if E doesn't remember it, how am I supposed
2: to remember it? Like
1: I, Everybody loves switch hitter Wilcox. He was great.
2: Yeah, I was just typing that as you said it.
1: Oh, look at that. Learning my old baseball.
3: You know, this isn't that old of baseball. <laughs> I get for you, pre-1990 is old, but this is just before it.
1: I'm actually Ooh. using my um, the same logic I used to to learn the WNBA. I'm With just i I'm, I'm trying to remember names that you and Matt and Dan have said <laughs> out loud. Yeah. Uh, so that's all, right. all I'm typing to Tim right now. is just names that it's I've major, heard. that
3: you remember hearing. All right. Okay.
1: Cheryl Swoops isn't on this list, is she? Scott's creeping into my my brain right now.
3: <laughs> I don't think she pitched in the 1980s. Just saying.
4: Who's to say? I don't know. Since no
3: woman has officially pitched in a Major League Baseball game, I'd say it's pretty... Except for pretty that girl in pitch. It. She pitched in a Major League Baseball
4: that, game. That's not a
3: real... That's, that's not That's not actual. It's real Based on a true heart. story.
1: It's,
4: it's real in Scott's heart.
1: <laughs> Loosely based I mean, on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can say that about anything.
4: Sure. <laughs> Inspired by real Ted Lasso
1: is loosely based on a true story. I'll tell you that right now. Inspired by.
4: had a football team. That's enough to, to start yep. off.
1: Soccer's a sport, loosely based.
5: <laughs> I like that order. If we get sure. there, I think.
4: Yeah, if, if we might not make it past two, we, like last time. True, yeah. We'll just let them run the list. All right. Can we, can we pass? Is that okay? I
3: mean, if you want to, you can. I don't
5: yeah, know why you I, would. I'm mean, we'll trying to get at least ten points, maybe. By yeah. pass, we mean can the other team answer for us? Uh,
4: yes, no, that's what. So no, with no. us, okay. That what about is, with us? That is no. Do we get half credit if we get talk out with them? No, <laughs> it's happened before on all this right. podcast. I think and it can happen again.
3: Do you guys have your list? Yep. Yes, Wally does. All, right. all right, let's uh, let's hear what you got.
5: Uh, number one on the
3: list: Jack Morris. That is correct, that Jack Morris is number one on the list with 162 wins. Steve Carlton. Oh, boy. Oh, my Jesus God. Upping Christ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Holy God. F- well.
4: All right. Well, <laughs> it's been real fun. Um, Steve, team <laughs> has fun while we leave. Steve why Carlton.
5: Why don't you nod. give me a strike? And not. then let me go back, since we're down by 600.
3: <laughs> I mean, you're not I gave them, 600. hey, 600.
5: I gave them a second shot at a question. They should give me a second shot at a
1: question.
3: You will get mulligans in this game, <laughs> anyway. Hey, do you want to let them have a mulligan?
1: I don't care what you do.
3: <laughs> no, no, I'm asking you. It's your, as
1: as you the guest. ask the guest.
3: Tim, you willing to let them have a mulligan? Yeah, they can have a mulligan.
4: <laughs> All right, well, you've been awarded right, a mulligan. We'll, we'll just by crash your... right out anyway. Yeah, let's go. The next name might not be on there either. So yeah, so we're we gonna go with the Seahawks again. No, okay. So yeah,
5: let's like, go with the, the name. Seattle Seahawks.
1: Russell Wilson. Yeah.
5: All right. I don't, I been, I don't feel confident. I don't feel confident in any answers anymore. So pick a name <laughs> off of that list and go with it.
4: <laughs> hey, let's go, Nolan Ryan. It never failed us before. Let's yeah. go, Nolan Ryan. Why not?
3: Sure. Nolan Ryan, Eric's favorite baseball player. Mm-hmm. is number seven on the list with 122 hey. wins.
5: Yeah, I didn't. I thought he would have barely made it on. He
3: barely
4: made it on, but <laughs> he made it on. Nolan Ryan has never it failed on. us, so I, it worked. Okay, true. You pick a name this time. I picked okay. one. <laughs> All
5: right, let's go with a local guy, Brett Saberhagen.
3: And now we're moving on to the other team.
4: Uh,
3: uh, Brett Saberhagen, not in the top 10. No more Mulligans. Sorry, but I'm glad you at least got Nolan Ryan. I'm not. I would have rather missed it. <laughs> told you we should have passed. Okay, it. let it snow. You guys get to try and uh, steal the other five. There's two through six available. Well, yeah. There's technically a tie in there, but it's the two through six spots.
4: There's 94 teams tied for fourth,
1: like the, like the yeah. NFL one. It's so all you do. I Like I said, you could, I'll just name names that are, <laughs> you know, big
2: names. So. Um. Okay, Dave Steeb.
3: Dave Steeb, number two on the list with 140 wins.
2: Also on our
5: list. Just saying. So yeah. you don't think I'm stupid?
2: About Fern- Fernando Valenzuela.
3: Fernando Valenzuela, number four on the list with 128 wins. Um, Bob Welch. Bob Welch, number three on the list with 137
2: wins. I'm going to go with what you said, Eric, and Burt Blylevin. Burt
3: Bly Blylevin is sixth on the list with yes,
2: 123 I
3: got
2: one. wins.
5: So he was our name right after Steve Carlton.
2: <laughs> yep. I think he came in and relieved Burt Blylevin once or twice. So
3: there's one name left on the list.
2: Well... Everybody likes good Oral. Oral Hersheiser. Unfortunately,
3: Oral Hersheiser is not on the list. However, I will now give you guys a mulligan since one was awarded to the other team, to be fair.
5: They already got a mulligan this game.
3: And not... Okay, fine. You guys don't need this, but the one on the list, I do believe played at least some of his career for the Texas Rangers.
5: Is it a Negro?
3: It is not a Negro.
5: No.
2: Charlie Huff.
3: It is Charlie Huff.
5: He also probably had the most losses in the 80s. So
3: Charlie Huff. uh, Actually, I think Nolan Ryan might have had the most losses in the 80s. But, well, you know. Um, Others just off the list are Frank Viola, number eight. Rick Sutcliffe, number nine. And Ron Guidry, number 10. So after the third quarter, we have the following score. Uh, I just hope both teams have fun, and I, I hope they're still having some fun. Uh, is at 2.45, and let, not it Wang snow, Chung-ing. let It Snow is at 4.45. It's
1: not snowing. So that Over. brings us
3: to the fourth quarter.
0: The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total.
5: That would give me a 14 yard
1: penalty. We
4: have a a salty walling. (laughs) No, if you point at somebody, that's a penalty. I have not
1: seen a salty walling yet, so this is salty. (laughs) (laughs) You're still smiling,
4: though. On the inside. On the inside.
1: Mm. Okay.
3: All right. So your categories uh, for today are as follows. Question one, twins. Question two, Vikings. Question three, wild. Question four, wolves. Now question one, twins. This is in reference to the NBA. Question two, Vikings is in reference to college basketball. Question three, wild, is in reference to Major League Baseball, and question four, wolves, is in reference to the NFL. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Is, did I do I see that correctly? What's up? Yours. Yeah. Okay.
1: It spells All right. something out. Oh. <laughs> oh, God.
4: <laughs> it spells out 69. As we spell it's no, out. no, no. <laughs> it's it's... Uh,
3: it's oh,
5: so, I, so childish. I can't wait. I bet I know what it is. Is it? Wait, is it?
3: I'm not going to tell you.
5: Is that theirs, Bombek?
3: I'm not going to tell you.
5: It definitely is, then.
1: It's definitely and I is. don't even I'm not even on the
3: screen to, to tell you what our spells out something, too. It spells out defeat. So, no, that is not the wagers that they
1: did. Oh, no. And I need to know what you sent them. <laughs> I'll send it to oh, you. Oh, that would make sense. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I'll just that's I'll leave it at that.
5: Oh. <laughs> am i in the general vicinity yeah yeah you're <laughs>
1: yeah you're in the same town just on the wrong street
4: it's the reverse of that is
5: closer closer than i was on we were on missing link yeah <laughs> way,
1: yes.
3: way way closer you're you're in the same ballpark Playing yeah. play on the same game
1: we we ate at the same restaurant just at different times
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right question one in the category of twins which NBA twins has more combined career rebounds than any other set of twins?
5: Okay. You want to check in with that? Sure. All right. Cool. We'll check in.
3: Okay. I just hope both teams have fun, it's checked in. So let it snow. You guys can talk it out. Give me your answer and your wager.
1: What are you thinking? Uh, See, I've, my guess is either Lopez or Morris. I was thinking Lopez right off the bat. I, I'm good with going Lopez if you are. Yeah. All right, we're going to check in with Lopez for eight points.
3: Okay. And I just hope both teams have fun. What was your answer and Wager?
5: As you guys know, I'm, I refuse to answer any question where the Morris twins um, were the right answer. So if they are, I won't get this right um we said either collins twins lopez twins or morris twins and we settled on the lopez twins
3: for 60 how many points 60 points well neither team will be getting points the correct answer is har harvey and horace grant Uh. the grant brothers have a combined twelve thousand eight hundred seventy nine rebounds the lopez brothers have 9849 The Van Arsdale brothers have 7,749.
1: Were they the 50s? Uh, 60s.
3: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Tom and Dick Van Arsdale have the most combined points scored with 29,311.
1: Do we have a a percentage split for the Grant brothers?
3: Uh, Right offhand, I don't, but I do (laughs) believe that Horace has. Horace Grant's got (laughs) 11,000.
1: Like the Gretzky brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
3: think Horace himself had right around what um the Lopez twins have, which is like 9,700. Yeah. he's like by All himself right. was in that spot, yeah. so Harvey had a couple thousand yeah. okay, so after Six, um, we don't need to talk about the scores right yeah. now. let's move on to I questions. mean, we closed what in on, on them hey i just hope
5: them. I just hope both teams have fun.
4: It, it, They only wagered eight, so you're not actually closing it up. We gained 52 by losing – oh, wait, wait, never mind, the other way around. You you lost more than we
1: (laughs) did. I'm so tired. And and he's a math teacher. I'm
3: tired. (laughs) (sighs) All right, question two in the category of Vikings. The Cleveland State Vikings became the first 14 seed to make it to the Sweet 16 in 1986. They were close to a third straight upset late in their Sweet 16 game – but would ultimately lose on a clutch basket in the waning seconds by what future hall of fame center?
1: Yeah. I like it. All right. We're going to check in.
3: Hey, let it snow is checked in. So I just hope both teams have fun. you guys can talk it out, let me know your answer and your wager.
5: So centers that would have played basketball in the late eighties, Robinson, Lajuan, Ewing and right. Worthy, which I don't know if Worthy's technically a center. He was. Yeah, uh, I would, I would, forward.
4: yeah, I would say I would like of the names, I like Robinson the best, but.
5: I mean, I don't have a whole lot of thunder. So if you like Robinson the best, I'm good with Robinson. That's All right.
4: better than anything else we have. So,
5: okay. uh, We will check in with David Robinson for 65 points.
3: Hey, and let it know what is your answer and your wager.
1: So, the only logic I had was it was the 86 tournament. So, a Hall of Fame center that was drafted after the 86 tournament. I went to 87, who was first overall, David Robinson. So, that's what we went with. David Robinson for zero.
3: Well, both teams got correct answers. One team will be getting points. Uh, the answer was David Robinson. Uh, Robinson's bucket with five seconds remaining in the game lifted Navy over Cleveland State. 71 to 70. Now the game got a little closer, but we still don't really need to talk what the score is. Let's just move on to question three. In the category of wild, what right-handed pitcher who has pitched in both leagues for five different teams is the active leader in wild pitches thrown? Note, the list of active players includes those currently under contract and free agents who pitched during the 2021 season.
2: Uh, right, we'll check in.
3: Uh, Let It Snow is checked in. So I just hope both teams have fun. You guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and your wager.
5: So the logic that we have is that it's probably got to be a starting pitcher, just in terms of sheer number of innings thrown. Right. A starting pitcher who's been around for a little while, bounced to a few teams. The first thing that popped into my head was Johnny Cueto. Um, kind of a weird, funky guy. We can name four teams. For sure, that he's played for
4: well, three for sure. I'm, I, I'm a little less um, confident on the fourth, but I thought he was.
5: I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I it's
4: mean, just this is kind of a weird thing because you don't yeah. really keep track of wild pitches.
5: It would be one of those things like if you just happen to be watching a game late, like July, and somebody threw it in and he's like, There he is, the active leader. And yeah, and then the last part, I mean, I don't that.
4: know if I don't know if Quato is what he's doing right now, like I just. I just
5: I mean, yeah, he, those guys linger for forever. Right. Um, I
4: mean, I don't have anything better, so. Yeah. I, he may have played for a fifth team. I'm just thinking
5: with that shimmy maybe is a little.
4: Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, that weird, hit, yeah. Weird,
5: yeah, hitch and everything.
4: I'm fine um, with that. Yeah. I don't I don't, I don't really have anything. I don't feel so, like I'm
5: getting closer. So, yeah, we'll yeah. check in with Johnny Cueto for 60 points.
3: Hey and let it snow what's your answer sir, and your wager
2: Eric you got the wagers don't you <laughs> Yeah I'll give I'll give the wager you give your answer cuz I didn't I had nothing on this The uh I'm going with the former twin urban santana
3: For how many points Zero For zero points Well no points will be awarded but one answer is correct The correct answer is urban santana Santana who is currently a free agent, has thrown 104 wild pitches in his career. Trevor Cahill is second with 100. Clayton Kershaw is third with 95. And Zach Greinke is fourth with 92. As for um, Mr. Cueto, Johnny Cueto has only thrown 34 wild pitches in his 14-year career, which has only been with three teams.
4: Really? I I
5: don't believe you.
4: Uh, uh, we, baseball we, reference has him with Cincinnati, <laughs>
3: the San Francisco Giants and the Kansas City Royals. I don't know. We we both were sure he was
4: with the Padres, but I don't know why we thought that. Uh,
3: yeah, don't know he has never pitched a game for the San Diego Padres. I don't know who
4: we're thinking of because we were. I said <laughs> San Diego and he was like, yeah, that sounds about right.
3: Once again, well, let's just move on to the fourth question and then we can get out of here. How does that sound? Everybody? Yeah. Yeah. I asked you to do that that a while
5: ago when we lost. (laughs) Both
3: teams (laughs) are still having fun. All right. Question four in the category of wolves, what backup running back from the NFC East went undrafted in 2016 after playing for the Arkansas state red wolves? We can check in. Okay. Let it snow has checked in. So for the final time, I just hope both teams have fun. You guys can talk it out. Give me your answer and your wager.
4: For Dallas, Pollard is an option.
5: I think he actually got drafted, so that might have been okay. – I Might rule him out.
4: I think for the Eagles, Gainwell and Scott were both drafted, but either way, Gainwell's Memphis, Boston Scott's LaTeX. So okay. they're out. Jordan Howard might have been undrafted. I could I could see that. Has he been around? He's been around for a few years. I feel like he might be older than 2016.
5: a Yeah, because when he was with the Bears for a while, and then wasn't he?
4: was he somewhere else too? Miami. Yeah. Is he Miami. I don't know. I yes, he see. was
5: Miami in between.
4: So, maybe. with the
5: Bears. Yeah, I I think Howard might be a little too old for this. So,
4: but then for Washington, we have McKissick. I think he's too old for that because he was with Seattle for a little bit. Okay. Jared Patterson's a rookie. He went to Buffalo. Um, so it wouldn't be him, and the Giants' Devonte Booker. I feel like this can't go much further than that. But of those, I guess if you think Pollard was drafted, yeah, I do. Then I would, I'd say Jordan Howard is probably the the best out of that group. But the time frame's kind of iffy. I'm
5: trying to think of when he was. I'm trying to go back in fantasy football brain, and that's that's where I'm. I mean, that's where, why. I'm, yeah, right. Like. When when did I have Jordan Howard as like an early...
4: Oh, well, That's about how I'm getting all these names of backup running backs. Right. I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to think of like,
5: who are the guys that I drafted? Right who are the guys
4: I'm think, thinking about? Isn't there someone else? Who else is there for the Giants besides Booker? I feel like there's somebody somebody else, but I feel like there's got to be a decent name for us to be able to, to name this person. It's not going to be some no-name person.
5: Uh, I mean, I'm fine with Howard if you're with howard because I, I don't think there's anybody i i thought booker booker came up with what the the uh, broncos broncos right yeah and then the and it was with the, the raiders? raiders for a while and now yeah with, yeah
4: so i feel like he might be but well, he may
5: have been it. like a fourth or fifth round pick for the for the yeah. broncos i think and howard's the only one that we can't really put up like a home to
4: so yeah uh, yeah yeah that's the best that I can do with that. I unless there's some other guy we're missing, but I mean, I don't think yeah. there's anyone else for it's Dallas, deep... huh? Is there a third no. stringer for Dallas? That...
5: No, their third stringer is probably one of their wide receivers, like Cedric Wilson or something like that.
4: <laughs> well, he's he's probably the starting wide receiver now. Considering yeah,
5: everybody's hurt. Yeah, yeah, let's do it.
4: Okay, we'll check in Jordan Howard for sixty.
3: Okay, and let it snow. What's your answer and your wager?
1: So, Jordan, it's funny because now that you said this, Josh, um, three, three of the backup running backs in the NFC East were drafted in or were eligible twenty sixteen draft. So Booker was twenty sixteen, I believe, um, but he was drafted by the Broncos, and he was out of Utah. Um, Howard twenty sixteen drafted in the fifth round, but out of Indiana. Um, you said his name. You thought he was too old. He's not. He was 2016. It's J.D. McKissick. And we wagered 85 points.
3: One team will be getting points. Eric Eid, no surprise, hit the nail on the head. The correct answer is J.D. McKissick. Um, and he is utilized more often in the passing game, having been targeted 40 more times than his number of rushing attempts in his NFL career. So while he is on his third team, he started in Seattle, played a year in Detroit. He's on his second year in Washington. So
4: he's a thorn in my side because I have Antonio Gibson all over the place. So (laughs) hope he gets go somewhere else.
3: I think in the end Antonio Gibson is the thorn in your side because the guy can't stay healthy.
4: Yeah. But (laughs) both of them just the whole Washington football team.
3: So the game has come to an end.
4: And here are the final scores. It doesn't Uh, matter. Both teams had fun. So it doesn't really matter. I just hope
3: both teams have fun. um, Had fun and finished with a score of 130 points. And our clipboard captain of the game, who are receiving the coveted Tavares Jackson award with 522 points, is Let It Snow.
1: Tavares Jackson, huh?
3: Yeah. I mean... He was mostly a backup quarterback, and I understand he's not with us anymore, but we've had lots of questions of guys who aren't with us anymore. It's people a want to
4: resurrect and punch in the face, yeah. I don't know if he falls in that category, but.
3: I hope not. We've, I hope We've not. spoken
1: it's,
5: very it, it, ill of the dead today. His, yeah. who, his
4: who teammates throw, all
3: loved him on every team he was on. So
1: Who throws a touchdown pass, uh, their next touchdown pass, Joe oh. Webb or Tavares Jackson?
2: Oh. Or Stuart Scott. Or, Curtis or Stuart Hunt. Scott. Let me ponder this one.
3: <laughs> well, he certainly i'm telling you right, right, now, right now
2: joe webb's not
1: the answer
3: neither is christian ponder
1: oh
3: uh anything you guys would like to say before we call it a night
1: hi mom i don't know good luck
3: on my mom I'm I'm mason's mom <laughs> yeah i'm
1: mason's mom you should not have listened to this
3: yeah as as the title told you it was not safe for you to listen to <laughs>
1: No, I want to say thank you, Tim. Um, you picked me up really where I needed to be because I, I I do well with Josh games, but all the stuff where I didn't know you were right there, the Minnesota stuff and the old baseball right where I needed you. Thank you.
2: I was uh, I'm thankful for the Minnesota questions that you threw in there just for me and uh, that uh, made it seem like I, I actually knew a little bit.
3: Well, you're welcome for that. We'd like to have our first time guests feel a little welcome and and get a little boost and, and you know, um, I was super impressed that you ran the, uh, Timberwolves assist list. That was super impressive. So
2: well, I had a Timberwolves shirt the first year they came out and I remember it had all the players listed across the chest on it too. So kind of was a fan since day one.
3: Walling Mason, you guys have anything? No. Salty Walling has nothing to say.
1: This is, this is the debut at least for me. I don't know if this has happened before. This is the debut of Salty Walling. Ah. Um can we get a t-shirt made? This is officially his design is going to be a Salty Walling. Me sulping. Yeah, sulping, <laughs> me sulping. <salt> <laughs> Done. Ah, that's that's
5: what I have to say. Nah. <laughs> That's a salty walling slogan. He just walks in the door and he goes, Wah! and he slams it behind him.
1: Oh, salty walling,
3: salty with a smile. There
1: you go. All right. Well, thank you again, Tim, for coming on. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it was enjoyable for you. So, thank you.
2: Yep. Thanks, guys. All right, Mason. Mason, nothing.
1: Mason, you got nothing. Mason, start feeling better, bud. Just fighting
5: hey, off the COVID.
3: Question: You had the answer to a halftime question. Yeah.
4: Celebrate that moral victories right we had we had fun during that one half I I don't know gosh. I don't know what walling did during the first one so you got it right you, got it, you so got it right I don't know what happened it otherwise is. but you know that's fine
5: so little right. big leagues right up there in my pantheon of mid nineteen ninety, early to mid1990s kid um kid based athletic movies that have cameos from athletes um, that uh rookie of the year Little Giants. Well, really, there's just three. It's like a Mount Rushmore with three. But, oh, Angels in the outfield. Um, Major League, sort of. Not for kids, though. Never mind. Take Major League back. Kids, don't watch Major League. <laughs> Mason's mom don't watch Major League. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Especially watching Especially the part it, so. with it.
3: The... <laughs> All right. Well, Tim, thanks for joining us. I'm glad you had a good time. And you are welcome back anytime you'd like to join us. So with that... I would like to say thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time,
0: we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at TP.